Welcome to the Dwell with Christ podcast, where we provide you with high quality, biblically sound resources to help you abide in Christ. Why am I focusing on the I am statements at Advent? Normally, Advent devotionals really focus on the first few chapters of Matthew or the early parts of Luke or Old Testament prophecies about Jesus, Psalms, things like that. Why the I am statements at Advent? One of the main reasons is because my local church, we're about to have a seven week Advent series on the I am statements and I was asked to do the Advent devotionals for the church. But as I think about the I am statements and why we're doing them, it really does make sense. I've got at least three reasons why the I am statements make sense when we're thinking about Advent, when we're thinking about Christmas. And number one is that these I am statements declare that Jesus is God. One of the most powerful, one of the most important doctrines of the Christian faith is that Jesus is God. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We see that in John chapter 1. And then later in Jesus' ministry, we see Jesus say to his opponents, before Abraham was, I am. And that's hearkening back to the name of God. When God revealed himself to Moses, he said, tell them that I am sent you. My name is I am who I am. That's who God revealed himself to be. Jesus, when he says I am, he's letting them know there is something about him that ties him to Yahweh, to Jehovah, to YHWH of the Old Testament. And that's exactly what he's showing us when he says, I am the bread of life, or I am the way, the truth, and the life, or I am the true vine, or I am the good shepherd. He's letting us know that he is God. He's not just a good teacher. He's not just the prophet to come. He is far more, far greater than those things. He is those things, but if he is not God, then he can't be the fullness of those things. He can't be the fullness of what he came and declares that he is. When we read these I am statements at Advent, at Christmas, we are reminding ourselves that Jesus is not just this little baby on a manger. He's not just a man. We have scholars and we have cultural critics of the Bible. We have atheists and agnostics who they want you to believe that Jesus is just this good man, this good teacher who showed up. He wanted to hang out with some people, do some cool miracles, teach some good stuff, help you understand the law, almost this hippie lovey-dovey guy. But Jesus is more than that. He claimed to be more than that. His miracles and his works and his signs and wonders were far more than that. At Advent, we are reminding ourselves when we look at these I am statements, Jesus is far superior to every man, every prophet that came before, any man, any prophet to come after, any leader, any person to come after. He's greater than them because he is the son of God. So when we read the word, I am, I am the way, the truth and the life, let the I am statement 
set into your heart and into your mind. This is this is powerful. This is God in the flesh telling us who he is. The second reason that the I am statements are good for Advent is they remind us of the person and work of Jesus. So I don't know if you've ever done an Advent season or an Advent devotional, but if you haven't, you may notice that a lot of times when we talk about and think about Jesus at Christmas or Advent, oftentimes we kind of distance Jesus's birth from his life and his death and his resurrection and, and his reign. But by going to the I am statements, we're reminded of who Jesus is. And we're also reminded of the work that Jesus has done. So when we read, I am the good shepherd, we see Jesus as the shepherd, but we also get a picture of his work as a, a leader, as a guide for his sheep. When he says, I am the door, we get this metaphor, this word picture of a door. And what does a door do? It's an entrance into a place. It's an entrance into somewhere or something. And what Jesus is saying is, I am a door, not literally a door, but I'm a door to the way of salvation. If you come through me, if you follow where I lead, you will end up where you need to be. And it's not just that he shows you the way. He says later, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. If you want to know the way, he's the way. If you want to know the truth, he is the truth. If you want to know life, he is life. And he works to give you life. He works to be the way, the truth, and the life. He, he does all of this work. I am the resurrection and the life. He's saying who he is, but he's also showing you his work. Because if you want to be raised up, if you want to have resurrection, if you want to have life, you got to come to Jesus. Do you understand what Advent is about? Advent is Jesus inaugurating, initiating the bread that God gave to thee. The Israelites, after they came out of Egypt, it came down from heaven and it settled on the ground and they came and got it the next day. And Jesus says, I am the bread that comes down from heaven. How and when did Jesus come down? He came down at Advent and he came down. When we think about bread, Jesus says that his body is broken for us. The bread represents that he had to take on a body. When we think about his work, as a person who he is he's laying out there here is the essence i am doing things that only god can do because i'm god there's no man who can be the door there's no man who can be the resurrection and the life there's no man who can be the way the truth and the life there's no man that's a good shepherd because they don't lay down their lives for the sheep and if they died for the sheep they can't take their life back up the sheep are gone but Jesus is saying in all of these I am statements, I am the true vine. If you attach to me, if you abide in me, you will bear fruit. You got to have Jesus for that. So if you start to process and understand these I am statements, what you'll start to pick up on is, is the person of Jesus, who he is, why he came. And, and you'll see his work, what he did while he was here. He wasn't just here to do miracles and just be a good teacher. No, he's here to bring life. He's making decisive statements. He's he's is the essence of the gospel. He is the way he's going to show us that all throughout these I am statements at Advent. We need to think about that. We need to chew on that. 
there's a reason that Jesus came. There's a reason that God took on flesh. Other religions don't have that. They don't have a God who comes to you in your mess to save you and bring you out of it. You, other religions don't have a God who says, you deserve death, so I will come and die for you because if you die, you don't make it. If you do enough good works, you still can't make it because there's not enough good works because you can't pay the ransom for one sin, let alone the millions you're gonna commit. Oh, and when you try to be righteous, you can't even do that because you don't understand the fullness of the law. Therefore, I'm going to come and do what the law couldn't do. And I'm going to save you. And that's what the I am statements remind us of. But then lastly, the I am statements give us gospel anchors to understand the why of Jesus's coming. So as we're with our friends and our family and our local church, again, there's this question or this idea of, well, why? Why did God come as a baby? Why did God come in a manger? Why in Bethlehem? Why in Nazareth? Why did he not have a place to live and stay? What's the whole point of all this? It's the gospel. Jesus came to be everything he said in these I am statements. He came to us. He came and was among us. He sympathizes with us. He, he came to be here for us and with us. And we've got to remember that. The, the problem in our circles, at least from what I've seen over the years, is we love to have the I am statements. We love to have that Jesus is God. We anticipate meeting a Mormon or a Jehovah's Witness because we know that we can hang them up on the deity of Jesus. They, they're gonna talk and talk and talk, but then they're gonna get caught up. They're gonna stumble over their words and get tripped up because we're gonna say Jesus is God. He says he is God. But when it comes to Jesus being man, sometimes we get a little tripped up. Sometimes we in our circles don't like the idea that Jesus grew up, that he had to learn and that he had grown in stature. But we love that about Jesus because when we're slow to grow up, when we're stumbling and struggling to tie our spiritual shoes, we can remember and, and recognize that Jesus sympathizes with us, not because he stumbled or struggled spiritually, but because he was in the flesh. He knows the things that happened to him he knows what temptation feels like because he felt it. He knows what struggles face a young man or a young woman because he lived in this world. He saw the influences of this world. He developed a culture. He worked with his hands. He used a hammer. And yet he did not strip away his deity. We, we got to understand that Jesus was a real man and that Jesus and I, I sh shouldn't say was Jesus is a real man. But Jesus is also God. We've got this, this dual nature of Christ, this two natures, human nature and divine nature, and they come together at Advent. So as we work through these I am statements, we're seeing how the divine nature enters into humanity, into a human nature, and how Jesus as both God and man fully interacts with this world. And that's the beauty of the I am statements, because what he says in these statements 
is just mind blowing, mind boggling. Some of these truths caused people who followed him to turn around and walk away. We don't like what you're talking about. And he says to his disciples, do y'all want to walk away too? And they say, what are we going to do? What do we have? We at Advent, as we study and as we think through these I am statements together in these brief devotionals and the daily readings, if you choose to read along, we get to see Jesus as he was, as he is, as he will forever be. But in some of the most powerful and magnificent statements in all of scripture, that's why we as a church are choosing the I am statements. And I'll be honest, the gospel of John is one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's definitely a gospel that I spent a lot of time in when I was in college. It's a gospel that I chose to read through with friends, um, especially new believers or people exploring the faith, because you get to see just how powerful Jesus is. Not that he's not man, not that John portrays Jesus as some superhero, as one of my college professors once said, but rather that Jesus is a man, but he contains so much power. The divine nature, the fullness of the Godhead dwelt, dwells bodily in Jesus. And that is fascinating. That is fantastic truth. And that's what we get to look at at Advent. So I, I hope and pray that if, if you track along with me, if you spend Advent working through these I am statements with me, that you feel that excitement that I feel, that you get into the mode of just enjoying and communing and dwelling and meditating on these powerful truths about Jesus, but not only thinking about them, but applying them. What, what can we do with these I am statements? The first thing we can do is believe them. But after we believe these statements, we need to live in light of them. Jesus is your good shepherd. He is leading you right now. Whether you're in a trial and you feel like you have no understanding of up or down, Jesus is leading you. When life feels like death, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. It won't be like this forever. If you feel like you're in such a crazy culture war and you don't know up from down, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. I am the door Enter by me. I am the vine. You feel weak and feel like you can't do it. I am the true vine. Abide in me. You see how much application is wrapped up in these beautiful statements. Again, I know I got a little excited. That's the preacher in me. But I hope and pray that these I am statements and this Advent season could just spark some deeper faith, spark some more love and some more dwelling and communion with Christ. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of this Advent season with me. If you like what you've been hearing, feel free to follow me on my socials. Feel free to check out my music and don't forget to subscribe to dwellwithchrist.com. That way you can stay up to date with all my writing as well as these podcast episodes. Thanks again. God bless. Dwell with Christ.